Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's James and Wiggy with Fitzy. Bill has completed his training camp opening press conference. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about player contracts. Or- moment to reflect on just how long you've been here. And- yeah, I haven't spent a lot of time on that, though. I mean, nobody likes training camp. I don't think I'm following you, Tom. It's back to football. So there have been four different first basemen now in the last 15 minutes. That game's under protest right now. Well, the Red Sox are playing under protest. This is my fight song. The designated hitter is a designated hitter for a pitcher, right? He's right. When they brought Rowe in... Uh, They tried to move Kalerik, who the DH is hitting for. Oh my God, who the hell cares? It was unforgivable that 20 minutes went by with one pitch. He throws three pitches in the time it takes David Price to throw one. The new guy that comes into the game goes in for the guy that leaves. Yeah, he's right. And nobody understands what's going on, right? Everyone in this room is now dumber. On Sports Radio WEEI. Oh, I always feel dumber. Every time I watch a baseball game. Uh, good morning, everyone. It is uh, Fitzy, Wiggy, Jermaine Wiggins, Mark with the C. James here with you. A beautiful Thursday, and which ended up being sort of an ugly late Wednesday afternoon, as you heard in the intro there. Well done by John Anderson. Just, it's it's the Michael Corleone line from Godfather. Just when we think we're out, they pull us back in. Baseball continues to show why they are analog in a digital world they are an eight track tape in sort of a spotify pandora world and and they showed it again yesterday when eight track some people going what the hell what, is what, yeah, yeah, what's an eight track what, eight what, track just when i thought i was out they pulled me back in baseball is a stack of freshly pressed wax friend that's yeah that's pretty much <laughs> maybe it maybe more like cds they might get that well, okay so when, when i saw the but analog yeah tape yeah, yeah a- analog yeah. when i yeah. saw the thing that in the red sox rays game so at that particular moment for 23 minutes i actually wasn't watching it, but i saw like one pitch in 23 minutes and i thought Awesome! David Price broke his record. <laughs> David Price broke his record. He did one pitch in 23 minutes ago. The only thing that was missing was Zach on the broadcast because it was Carlos Pena. And then I realized the game was filed under protest. Uh, 23 um, wow. minute delay over switches, crafty management. I didn't even know that was playing under illegal. Pro- Screw you guys. I'm going home. I'm going to take was, my ball and go home. I mean, I thought it was like baseball. You could just be like, all right, you know what? Uh, you go to center field right now. You go to left field. I didn't know mm-hmm. it was all. It was just this. this you I, had to write names down and right. all types of crazy. And on oh, a day. Sox are playing under protest. Yeah. And on a day, like, didn't Mike Trout hit a 459-foot home run yesterday and also throw a 300-foot ball at 95 miles per hour huh. from the outfield to get someone out at home? And baseball is all like, we're going to retweet this and make a, a forever gif because this is what's awesome about baseball. Yeah, you're whistling past the graveyard because <laughs> they threw one pitch in the time I could watch an episode of Frasier. <laughs> right. With no commercials. Seriously. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I could have watched my God. show, which is on last night. It's a little longer than that. Snowfall, okay. which is about the cocaine industry yep. in L.A. in the early to mid-90s. You love that, right. those drug shows. I love the drug shows. You I do. Love... This is an interesting, this is like right. this is like a low-key sub-storyline of this like fill-in morning show we're doing. <laughs> Mark James, Mark with a C, and we know what the C stands for. Right. Cocaine. No, he continues no, to talk about it. it. He loves narcos. Right. He loves Zopal. Oh, oh, right. Ozark. 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 Yeah, you are, you are the Jason, my, you know, Jason Bateman of Ozark. Of morning radio, he guy. went to school. I in, love cocaine. He went to school in Miami. He's, a, he's always taking bathroom breaks. Right, like, oh, right. You, so you catch him between breaks. He's throwing the football, <laughs> and he's like, "How you guys feel about?" He's this? like, "I don't even drink." You know, uh, so, listen. You're the one saying it, not us. Yeah. All right. Well, this little baby right here is called cocaine. <laughs> I never, never touched a drug. <laughs> never touched it <laughs> right. in my life, especially when I was in Miami. But it was uh, that just sort of was on display on when baseball, forget about not resonating with the millennials or Generation Z, the next generation they're calling or Y or whatever. Forget about that. It's not resonating with your target demo. That is not good for business. One pitch, 23 minutes in a regular season game in July. That is bad for business. If I am one of these younger demo baseball fans that they're trying to rope in for life, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this game on my phone or I'm listening, you know, I'm streaming it at work. What the hell am I going to do? Like, I'm actually going to need to borrow somebody's recharger just so I can juice my phone up because what 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 are you doing? What's going on? Oh, uh, they had a tri- the triple switcheroo in Tampa. They haven't thrown a pitch in 20 minutes. Are you literally just sitting there staring at the screen while a bunch of grown men argue the semantics of baseball? Yeah. But yeah, if, this is great. But if you're a novice fan... Everyone's out. Everyone logs off. And if you're a novice fan and you have no idea what's legal, what's you know illegal, and you're kind of trying to follow the game and watch this, that's more confusing than anything else. I know it's a 23-minute wait, but you're thinking, like, what the hell's going on here? You can't do this. They're moving this guy here. They're moving that guy there. Right. Uh, okay, what was the last play in football, the most watched sport in America? What was the last play mm-hmm. that came even remotely close and it's resembling this. Nickel Roby Coleman. No. no I, wait wait no, a second. That came that's most... close, too. Uh, uh, in the... terms of delay, the Ala- the play that the Patriots borrowed from Alabama that the they Baltimore ran twice Ravens. against Baltimore, yes. where the Shane Vereen was the off- ineligible offensive yeah. lineman who split right. Right. They borrowed that from Alabama in the LSU game in 2013. And remember, Harbaugh was freaking out. What did they do? Spend five minutes going over that? And, of course, it was intriguing. It was fascinating. What's Belichick doing? How are the Pats been in the rules again? Yesterday, everyone out. Done. Nobody's ever seen that before. Dunsky. It's it, that's something that it just not. This is why baseball doesn't get it. And when you look at something like that, that was on display. That I mean, that's right there. That's a wild card caliber game between two teams fighting for the second playoff spot in the American League. Then the wild card, and to see that on display yesterday, um, when it had like I, like I said, I got in at the tail end. I just saw one pitch in twenty three minutes, so I turned right over to Nesson. It was embarrassing. But what's the, it was embarrassing. I would say, like, what was the purpose of it? Because uh, weren't the Rays just like, wasn't he just moving outfielders or, or he was moving positional players? Was well, it? here was a, in the top of the eighth, there were some defensive changes by uh, Kevin Cash. Adam Kalarik, uh came in and apparently he shifted him from, uh, was it uh, pitcher to first base? 
Actually, let, let, let's get the baseball expert. Right, like you, Red don't Sox. give us a popsicle. No, 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 no. Let's it. get Lou Merloni, who did his best job yesterday on OMF, to explain what happened. So, so let me just explain so, it this way. Yeah, the designated hitter is a designated hitter for a pitcher, right? Sure. Galerick's in the game. The DH Meadows is hitting for him. Okay. <laughs> the doctor's in. So no, I'm just what, saying. What's wrong with me? So he's actually the DH on the mound. Meadows, he's hitting for the pitcher. When they brought Rowe in. They tried to move Kaleric, who the DH is hitting for, to first base so he could hit ninth. But you, you can't do that. You know, it, it's two guys are already in the game. The new guy that comes into the game goes in for the guy that leaves. <laughs> Roe's the new guy that comes in. Choi's the guy that leaves. So Roe comes in for Choi batting ninth. Okay, so and then but then Lowe comes in for him. However, it might. So the whole thing really got. It's almost like another layer to it, because Rowe is technically in for Choi batting ninth. Cleric should be hitting third for the DH. So when Lowe comes in for Rowe, he stays See, in that ninth. You, you ball realize you realize Cleric comes back. There, nobody understands what's going on, right? <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I give Lou uh, A for effort, but it, it's just really tough to try to explain what happened yesterday because it was just one of those convoluted episodes mm-hmm. in, in showing why, uh, like I said before, uh, baseball is an analog sport or an, a- an analog, whatever you want to call it, in a digital world. It just doesn't resonate, and it showed it yesterday. And, I mean, you've got to be – I mean, this is a businessman's afternoon special – Noon start, you know, hey, let's get in. And 23 minutes and one pitch was thrown. Uh, Fitzy, that sounded like that old, uh, when Lou was explaining, what's that old comedian audio, like, who's on first? That's yeah, literally that's what, who's on first. Abbott and Costello. Yeah, this was yeah, Bud Abbott and Lou Costello coming <laughs> right. out there. All right, so Polaris on first, but who's on second? Right. Who's the DH? Right. <laughs> All right, but all right. So Anderson's at, Anderson's hitting, right? But who's it? Who's it? Who's it? Right, he, right, right, and left. You can't no, move but left the can't DH, be right. But he was pitching. He's pitching, and the pitcher hits for the D, oh DH. God. Hits for the pitcher, but now they want to move hey, him to first right. base. Can we? All, can we all just like spread the BS forest for the nonsensical baseball trees and just look at exactly why did Kevin Cash do this? I don't know to achieve yeah, what? what was the purpose to gain of it? what to gain uh, what? Well, pitch- who's playing first? Yeah, I mean the fellow's name on first base. Who? The fellow playing first base for St. Louis. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? Well, what are you asking me for? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. Who is on first? I'm asking you who's on first. <laughs> that was actually from... M- that was Rob Manfred speaking to... Uh, <laughs> right. Speaking to his role star yesterday. Mark, to what competitive advantage did Kevin yeah. Cash make all these maneuvers that flummoxed every right. single baseball wonk So you have all of these umpires and officials down there at the Trop in St. Pete, and then you have these fat asses back on Park Avenue in New York City, and these brainless, complete idiots could not come up with some sort of Well, we just plausible, heard them talking. To, yeah, we had the audio of I them got talking it. to New York. Couldn't <laughs> come up with some sort of plausible solution that was going to be more expedient than 23 minutes. That, folks, if you want a microcosm, you want to encapsulate the sport of baseball in the 21st century, in the year 2019, that yesterday was everything that you could ever say about a sport. And even if you're the most staunch defender, at this point, you just throw your hands in the air and just be like, 
WTF. Yeah. WTF. If I am if I am Senor Sobriquet, MLB officially now stands for Major Lame Baseball. <laughs> for yeah. real. Ooh, yeah. For real. Come on. Major oh, come on. Long Baseball, Major, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I mean, right, like, so your cats are being thrown if, around. If I know, you best watch out. The cats are coming. <laughs> Thank you. Be here at least till 10. Obviously, the umpires don't either. Uh, <laughs> getting more and more agitated here. Wow, you could hear all 187 fans in attendance yesterday. Right. The That's the most noise they made. Over- God, what baseball? Like you've got enough problems to begin with, but I, I, you have you have an attention span issue. You've got a generational mm-hmm. attendance issue. You have a, capa- you have a uh, attendance issue. Yes, Matt, and Matt. now you're going to tell me that people are going to want like, oh no, this is great because the the devil's in the details, and this is when baseball gets down to its nittiest and grittiest. No, this is. I was laughing. Right, and you and you asked. You just asked, you just asked the question. What was the purpose behind it? Now, I I didn't see it actually happen on the broadcast. Oh, because you have a life. Uh, yeah, right. And I, mm. I you can actually watch the whole baseball right. game and the highlights in the six minutes that they put it on. Right, right. After, after the game. Right. But the thing I would ask, right, is during that time of watching the game, does the broadcast? Because you asked the question. What was the purpose of to it? To what so, competitive right, advantage so, were all so, these maneuvers made? So were made? broadcasters, whether you're listening on the radio or you're watching on television, are they saying to you, like, what is the purpose of this, of this of them doing this? Or is everybody just, like, asking the same question? Why is he doing it? I don't think anyone knew. Now, who started all of the – I think Tony La Russa, by and large, is credited with being the one who kind of changed baseball – in so much as you would bring in a lot of situational relievers, right, Mark? And mm-hmm. he would, like, mm-hmm. bring in a lefty just well, for he one He batter. was the triple switch guy. He tri- yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, he was Mr. Triple Switch, right? I'm, I, I, But don't you get that because that's pitching to batters, right? Lefty right. to lefty, righty to but righty. Didn't, didn't somebody actually, like, someone pitched and then went to first or played right and then came back in to pitch? I think that's well, he, what... Well, the way Lou made it seem no, no, like he, is he, that he, the, he, whoever with the... The DH Adam Kalarik replaced Charlie Morton. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then he and then Morton, uh, excuse me, Kalarik retired Sam Travis on a pop fly. Then Kalarik shifted to first base. So he Cash shifted brought, from where to first base? From pitcher, pitcher, to, pitcher, to, first pitcher base. to first base. And then Cash brought in reliever Chaz Rowe, the who, new guy that comes into the game, who got Mookie <laughs> in for the who guy got that Mookie leaves. to fly out. Kalarik then returned to the mound from first base okay. to the mound, and then Nate Lowe entered to play first base when that core was like, WTF is going on here. Right, you so can't it, do that. So it almost seemed like he was not allowed to pitch, and then, like, right, once right. you pitch, that's it. Pitch. First base, now outside so every right to protest it. So it every almost right. seemed like it almost seemed like uh, the the Rays manager wanted that pitcher to to go back to pitching, but he didn't want him to pitch against this certain batter. That's why he moved him to first base. Um, is but, that why they? Is that how they explain? Budget, it? Nobody okay. understands what's going on, right? <laughs> You're right, Christian. Yeah. No, they. I get it. Tampa is budget strapped. Tampa is. A competitive advantage strap. So you have to do everything where they start relievers and they'll run out seven pitchers before you've even considered pulling Price or Porcello uh, or Erod. I I get it, but like this now at this point, like this isn't even just showing off. This is overthinking something right. that should be as simple as you throw the ball, you get me out, right. and then if you don't like this guy, bring in another one. This is that's like, it. This it. is like that's, that's it. it. This is like youth sports when you only have like one or two good athletes, and you're like, okay, all right, you play quarterback now. And then We're gonna run safety. the ball, yeah. and then you know what? We're gonna run a toss. So I want you to go to running back, right. Scrabini. You go to quarterback and toss it to him. Yeah, and then after we score. Or you're gonna be. Uh, you're gonna kick off. Right. You're gonna kick you're gonna off. Break the wedge, and then you're gonna play safety. <laughs> right. And now I want you to move to nose guy. And that's fine for an 11 year old. Right. 
But for God's sakes. He's a grown man here. What are you supposed to do? What if I'm going to sit down the six-year-old and be like, all right, son, this is why your father's always been watching baseball. Now sit down and enjoy America's pastime. All right, that's... Dad, is it just guys that are just going to stand around with their hands <laughs> on their hips and, and talk? No action. No, there'll be guys coming in. They'll move this guy from pitcher to first base. Why do they wait, do that? Wait till you see this compelling. Now the grown men, son, are going to argue with each other for a while, and we can't we can't hear what they say because the guy went from the mound to first and back over. Isn't this fascinating? This is pretty cool. Now they're uh, going to call the people in New York. Now uh, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> now now the man wearing the, the the dark shirt with the chest plate is going to call the people back in New York City. Now everybody, uh, when when you look at this this whole thing, everybody um, wants to know. Like, all sports try to make some sort of revision every year. NFL has now, where before, coaches couldn't challenge a non-PI uh, call. They mm-hmm. can do that now because mm-hmm. of the NFC title game. And right. the, the egregious omitted pass interference call in the Kel Roby Coleman. So every sport is constantly evolving and going through sort of type of revisions. NBA did it a couple years ago. When an offensive team gets a rebound, the shot clock, instead of starting over at 24, goes to 14. 14 yes. Right? Logical pace of play moves, right, dude. Right, right, right. Baseball is the only sport I know that you are talking like it needs a Jerry Jones type facelift to try to make this thing watchable. It is just, and think about this stuff, guys. There's 162 of these effing games. 162. I, I mean, like, it is what it is. I, there's, it just doesn't, and yesterday was just. An example was case in point on why it's just not resonating in modern day society. And I don't know what they can ever do to make baseball cool. So, oh, by the way, uh, here's another thing. The Red Sox lost, so they had a chance to sweep. So they only ended up picking up one game out of the series because they ended up taking two out of three instead of sweeping. So there's that, too. That sort of get, you know, thrown underneath it. But this was just utter. If you're a diehard baseball fan. Mm-hmm. And you liked that yesterday, and you thought... There's no way you liked that. If there was some way that you can defend that, uh, there's a scientific word for you. It's called loser. Is that a scientific word? It's a scientific word. Yes. It's called loser. Well, you know there's... You know there's Thank a, you. I'll be here all week. Try the veal, John. You, you, you know there's a problem, <laughs> right? You know there's a problem in sports when the manager or the coach has to come out, get with the umpire official explain to him, then he has to then write something down, and then the umpire has to write something, and the manager has to write. You, you don't see this in other sports, right? It's Substitutions are made. It, it baseball, that's, I think, it's one of those sports where there's so many things you don't know about. Like The new guy that comes into the game. Right, it's like, why is it illegal to move one guy from pitching to first base and back to pitching? It should just be... Everything should be legal in baseball as far as, like, substitutions like they are in football. Oh, I think baseball, at this point now, I would go full purge anarchy rules in baseball. You want to you use the bat as a weapon? Go ahead. But if you miss, you're out. You can be, yeah, you want to get people out? You can bee sting them. But in like, Drugs? Allow them. But in like football, I'm telling right? you, no. Or, or it, they just make one month where everything's legal. But just in, to make everyone well, excited. Well, like, foot- hey, July is purge month in baseball. Everything's in, legal. Let's go. In football, if you want to put a lineman at tight end, guess what? All you got to do is put him there, and all he has to do is tell the, the, the referee, I'm eligible on this play. Right. Very simple. You know, you want to put, you want to put a, a defensive lineman at fullback? You're good. But it's like you can't move a guy from pitcher to first base back to pitcher. They just, uh, as we sit here in the studio, 
uh, Sports Center on ESPN, as my dad's friend Phil used to call it, the Extremely Sick Persons Network, was just running a replay of the inning. Mm-hmm. And there were all these players both leaning on bo- the dugout yeah. rails like, with their head in their hands going like, what the hell is going on? Right. We're like, and, and they they put the rule, Major League Baseball rule five uh, colon twelve hyphen eight dash a. Once a club uh, moves a pitcher from uh, a pitcher to DH, the said team will not be able to the designated hitter role is eliminated for the rest of the game. Okay, so Kalarik, I guess, would have to pitch, or excuse me, would have to hit, or the pitcher would have to hit the rest of the game. Oh, God, I get it, Tampa. You need everything you can do just to try to squeak out a win with your $53 million payroll versus the $240 million behemoths and goliaths that are the Red Sox and the Yankees. But this is killing the game. Well, it's cute that you run out right. five relievers to pitch two innings every now and again. I get, That's revolutionary, groundbreaking. Oh, Joe Madden is drinking Merlot someplace thinking about this. But that that's... That's a soul crusher. Yeah, that that is that. That was a big forget. Not only for the Red Sox, that's a big loss for baseball. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame hey, these fans. They're booing. They should be. Yeah, but and how I, many people you really think will watch? <laughs> no, yeah, at the time because I was. Want to know why? I mean, I bet you could. I bet they could literally watch the streams at MLB.com. Just just go like the the guy in that game on the Price Is Right up the hill, and then <laughs> right. yo, yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, Stay hot, Uncle Manfred. John in a truck, what was your thoughts on yesterday's debacle? Go ahead, John. Um, it, it was quite confusing, but what solved the problem, if you have a flex player, this flex player can come in and out of the game. Um, the home team does not have to reveal who the flex player is, but the away team has to, uh, you know, have to reveal it as to, uh, on their lineup card. This player can come in and out. It can be any player. It can't be the DH. Then both leagues would have the DH, and you get rid of that stupid issue altogether, and it makes the game more a little bit more interesting. Baseball is the only only sport where a player would put their taken out of the game and can't go back in, which is really stupid. But that would make the game longer. So if you just have one player who's the flex player. Interesting. It makes the game a little bit more intriguing. Interesting. And it make Manfred look, look more like you know, like he's like interested in fixing the problem. You know, you know, um, it's funny. You guys talk about my love for you know drug shows like Narcos and Ozark mm-hmm. and and whatnot. I don't know if you could bring in the modern day version of Pablo Escobar, hookers and cocaine, to make baseball any more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Say that one more time. <laughs> I, I really don't. At this juncture, I don't know what you can do. I, I it is, it what? is, it's die. It, it's not. Forget about dying a slow death. It is. It, look, that yesterday epitomized everything that's wrong about baseball. Well, and, and isn't that happening in St. Petersburg? Down in Retirementsville, USA, the perfect yeah, place. Yeah, the blue hair. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like early baseball, bird special. Baseball is not in hospice. Baseball is just you know right now in the old folks' home. Uh, the, yeah, baseball is now in the take your time. Yeah. over breakfast, reading the newspaper. Early bird special. Yeah, go play pickleball in right. the afternoon with your friends, <laughs> and then have dinner at four thirty. Phase you of its are life. Bastard. It's six a.m. and and there's four of us around right. sitting at a table in the McDonald's right. um, lobby. Baseball is concerned about how much fiber it's consuming. Baseball wants those kids. Across the street to turn down the radio because they're making so much racket. Baseball thinks the grandkids should come by more often at this right. point. I get it. That's fine. A flex player, perfectly good idea for baseball. Ten years ago, would have thought that was an excellent idea. Would have changed the game. At this point now, we're talking bandages on a severed leg. Yeah, it really is. That's what it is. I mean, there's no, no yeah, way. It's not you can do. And, and here's the thing about it, guys. 
what's going on right now, especially here in New England and throughout uh, this country. NFL training camps are open. And things are starting to, you know, people now are caring more about their football team because everybody's undefeated at this juncture. Well, and everybody's looking at, hey, hey, how about, uh, you know, I mean, we know here in New England, we don't, obviously the storylines are endless, but how about in Denver? You got Joe Flacco, right? You got, you know, you have him out there. Oh, he's he's trying to revive his career in Denver, and then you got the guy that they drafted, Drew Locke, out of Missouri. Mm-hmm. Then in Arizona, you got Kyler Murray, the number one overall pick. You have storylines. Well, think it- about this: you will have more people watching the first preseason game in yeah. the NFL than they will be watching, you yeah. know, important regular w- season w- w- baseball games. Wiggy, Wiggy, did you know? And you you still know this on ESPN. And this is something that, for whatever reason, uh, Ken Laird just could not really consume when I we mentioned this. The th- four highest-rated baseball games on ESPN this year mm-hmm. were College World Series final between Michigan and Vanderbilt were one, three, and four. The second-highest-rated broadcast was Red Sox-Yankees back on June 6th or whatever. College World Series final, game three, between Michigan and Vanderbilt. Outrated every single game on May, including Jessica Mendoza and uh, and A Rod from Fenway Park uh, on the, the Green Monster. Right? They outrate. It doesn't work. It's not working. It's broken. Your Pokemon collection. Can we get into that? <laughs> and can I just say this? You brought up the fact that like eyeballs are turning, attention spans are switching over to football. The day as we've been warning baseball in a lot of ways. Not that they're listening. No. I mean, it's too bad because, you you know, this is four hours of powerful radio right here. They should be listening. They should be. This is groundbreaking Marconi winning stuff right here, folks. Figgy, Witsy, and James. <laughs> That's right. The old Figwits and James, bartender. The day before Pat's camp opens, this is literally the worst thing that can happen to the Red Sox. Yeah. A frustrating divisional loss. Uh, David Price doing okay. I mean, it was a quality start. All right. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, one pitch, 23 minutes. Yeah. All attention now completely right. goes to, like, I wonder if Stidham's going to beat out right. Etling. Hey, Braxton Berrios got a chance right. to do something with three weeks with well, Etling. Will, will Demarius Thomas end up on the pup? How, ta- how excellent is this, Joe on Williams? Right. Yes, who's going to be the left tackle? Right. Far more compelling to right. me than uh, was Polaric or Caleric or Polar Vortex allowed to, to pull the old pitch at a first mound to first switcheroo. <laughs> I mean, you know, here's the thing, too. Can uh, I just ask you? The listen, old hidden ball trick. Hey, baseball, de- baseball trade deadline. There's only one this year. Is a week from yesterday at 4 o'clock on the 31st of July. Mm-hmm. I don't even, like, other than the mild rumors that the Red Sox could be pursuing Ken Giles or Kirby Yates or maybe Marcus Stroman from Toronto... Does anyone do you, do you feel it like being something that's moving the needle right now? Would you I trade don't. for Manny Machado? <laughs> LJ, Manny, what, what, uh, would you what, trade what, for Manny Avocado? Hey, what about Kawhi Leonard? What about Cowie? Cowie. Cowie. What about Cowie Leonard? I told you the best way to watch. Cow- I heard Cowie Leonard loves Corvazier. <laughs> yeah. He does Cowie love Leonard. Cowie Leonard. <laughs> How about the New Orleans Penguins? The New Orleans Penguins? <laughs> We're not playing LJ drop. Yes, no, I'll tell you what. LJ. More interesting than talking Red Sox Rays. Hey, I'd rather listen to a montage of LJ's hiccups than that crap for 23 minutes yesterday. Okay? All, your, all your sober cats too. We got a, it's a great uh, montage of uh, yes, know, mock with a C sober yes. cats. Did the you like the other night? You weren't here the other day, Fitzy. Which one was that? These are going to be like late, late picks. Fitzy, did you hear mine the other day? I called the NFL dictator, a.k.a. Commissioner, Fidel Goodell. 
Oh, like very good. You like that one? Very good. A per, uh, a dictator who does not care about the welfare of his oh, people. Goodell. That's right. Goodell. Yep. It was Goodell. organic. That's why he was said it was he was so good at it. He's got to be organic. It's got to be organic. We, that freestyle. I'm, you know that was like you would freestyle's to, not organic. Hey, he's a studio musician. He can't go out and, <laughs> hey, and work the eight mile no, with no, me. No, no, hey, that's all right. No, no, no. You and me doing that was like Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett going to the NBA draft combine. You didn't need to do it. You know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. Right. You didn't need to do no it. Yeah, they, well, it seems yeah, a little early. For the opposite reason. Right. Though. Seems a little early for the excuse factory to be open for <laughs> no, business. But okay, all right. No. I love how he goes. You know, I'm strictly organic, but I can't right. freestyle. Well, isn't freestyle being organic? <laughs> the, isn't that no, the no, whole that, idea? But, but that wasn't free. That was more manufactured. And you guys are like Kemba Walker. I don't, I don't know. I like I'll call him Kemba Stalker. Like, what do you do? Like, come uh, on, I mean, listen. To that me. that literally is better than what you came <laughs> up with. That, right. that literally is better. Thank you. Right. From the chief, John make Anderson. Sense. That's the thing. Like, I, it's entertaining. I know. It's Again, enter- this is more entertaining than be, one pitch, twenty three minutes. He does not want any freestyle because freestyle is not organic. Ken Burns made a nine part documentary called. Called baseball. He fell asleep yesterday watching the oh, friggin' seventh inning of Sox race. I've did never you... won a damn thing in my career like Antoine Walker. <laughs> did you see they showed the the media? I, I saw the tail end of it. They showed the media in the uh, Tropicana Field press box. So they showed Bradfoe's show, Ian Brown, and all these guys. And you could they just, were just sleep. They were either sleeping or just like, what the hell is going on? They, I, they looked like they did not want to be there. The best way to watch it is when I I. I Googled the, I try to find this thing. I Googled it, and all of a sudden, a six-minute highlight came up on the Red Sox, and it basically showed almost every inning. Yeah. Bottom, top of the first bottom. I was like, wow, this is the best way to watch baseball. I got everything in six minutes. Six it, it, minutes it, and 32 it's seconds. It's the Cliff Notes version. All right, uh, we will, uh, coming up next, Bill Belichick had his first press conference of the season. Uh-oh, and, football is back. And football, and by the way, he got very pissy with Ben Volen and Trollin Volen and Mike Reese. We'll have wow. that for you next, but first it's time for trending. A new era in morning drive. The Greg Hill Show. Launching this Monday. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Alright. After an exhausting 23 minutes uh, due to a inexplicable switch by Kevin Cash, the Red Sox Ended up losing to the Rays 3-2. They played the game under protest. Umpire Angel Hernandez said that Kevin Cash never specified where pitcher Adam Kalarik would hit when moved to first base. WEI's own Rob Bradford said the belief from the Red Sox is that Hernandez never wrote anything down in the lineup card initially with Kalarik's designation only appearing after it was disputed. The Red Sox opened up a four-game series against the Yankees tonight at Fenway. Catch all the action here. With Joe Castiglo and Sean McDonough on the Shaws and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Radio Network. Pre-game begins at 6-10 and the game at 7-10. According to ESPN's Field Yates, Julian Edelman has been placed on the non-football injury list. Will not be on the field with the Pats to open up training camp today due to his reported thumb injury. It's not expected to be a huge issue, but he'll be out reportedly at least three weeks. And that's trending on WEI and WEEI.com. 93.7 FM, WEEI. Every player report that 
you were expecting it to report? It's so pretty early, it's like 10 a.m., right? Well, do you enjoy training camp or do you find it grind? I enjoy all parts of football season. Do you expect to have a new contract in extent or an extension for Tom Brady before Pittsburgh? Yeah, I'm not going to talk about player contracts. Or do you ever allow yourself a moment to reflect on just how long you've been here? And yeah, I haven't spent a lot of time on that, then. What does it mean to be in a place for 20 years? I enjoy it here. Is they win, avoided the pub list? Do you expect them to be a full go at the beginning of training camp? I don't know. We'll see how it all goes. Two stretches this year with Detroit and Nashville. What type of benefit do you think that will be to the get those? I think it will help our team improve. Have you received any clarity from the league on Josh Williams' situation? Yeah, that'll be a league matter. We should talk to them about So is there a, a distinct challenge or opportunity in, in meshing a number of new coaches and how coaches and different all right, Bell, Bill Belichick yesterday, uh, he got off to a rousing start for 2019. A little Barry White music there. Uh, the quiet storm. It is. It is. The quiet storm. This is this is sexy to Pat's fans ears. Belichick coming out with press conference high heat. Mid-season form in yeah, late July. He's, uh, he's ready. Did you see him up on that stage yesterday? Yeah. Khaki shorts, white sneaks. Oh, did you see the sweatshirt that was ripped? Cut that ripped down because he's, he's giving those Nantucket vibes right. off. Yeah. The Linda Holiday effect that's taken place with this man is top, it, top it, shelf. She's she's working. Him. She's he's got definitely some working. Wigs, tell me if I'm wrong here. Was that a little drip we saw on stage yesterday? Just a little bit. A little bit. It ain't for sale yet, but right. it's just a little bit. It's the drip. It it's ain't lit. <laughs> just a, just a little bit of drip. Little like drip. A slow drip. You slow know, drip, at, at right. nighttime, it's like you can just. Hear it like, what's that? No, it's a little bit of slow drip for Bill right now. So I love the part. This was, to me, a unintentional sort of shot at Alex Cora. When they asked him, I think it was Ben Volan, do you give yourself a moment to reflect? And he said no. Where Alex Cora, after the Red Sox opening series of the year against Seattle, when they were struggling and they were blowing leads, he's like, last year. Well, everyone talks about this, but last year, last year. He went right, like right immediately to last year. Bill Belichick. Do you yeah, give I haven't spent a lot of time on that, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Six titles. No, no. Just yeah. Just well, a new that's year, the way. New it, day. That's the way he yeah. operates. I mean, we right. see it in regular season it. games. We're on the Cincinnati. That's you know, right. You can't consume yourself. What happened to you last week, last year? Whether it was good or bad, because every now he's in a new season. We enjoyed it in the off season, but now we're focused on this year. We're not Super Bowl champs. This year, that's what we're trying to accomplish. All right, exactly. Now, uh, clip number five, John, uh, when he was asked about a new contract for his franchise quarterback, Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about player contracts or any other contracts for that matter. <laughs> so there's that. Now, but didn't they know that? Like, yeah, no, they but you know have, that? No, you have to. Okay, you have to ask though. Yeah, you? I was going to say. I doesn't mean, I this, understand it, that. But. This this brings up. Every jur- the journalistic conundrum of going down to Foxborough. Like, you know, your job requires you to ask these questions, but you know what you're going to get because all they're really doing in the end is giving us fodder for the radio at 6.39 and 25 seconds. Belichick sound bites where he's just stonewalling people. It's To me, there's such high entertainment value to this. I love it. He's not going to talk about player contracts or any other contracts. Oh, oh God. The, dis- the, disdain, right. the disdain is just so rich. Isn't it nice? He was oh. like Taco Fallout there against uh, Duke in the NCAA <laughs> tournament, blocking block, Zion block. shots. Yeah, or, or like that the, the Geico commercial with Matumbo running Sick. around like, uh-uh. Not today. Yes. Uh-uh. Belichick right. needs one of those commercials. No, the one thing I thought, though, uh, which was, you know, obviously the Brady thing, and um, 
it's an issue. But I don't think it will be an issue per next week or the week after. I don't think Brady's going to just make what he's supposed to. I I think they're going to have to come up with, obviously, some sort of new deal prior to the end of preseason. I don't think Brady's going to go into a con- the final year of his contract playing it out as a lame duck quarterback. Well, you know what? I, I think in a, you know this kind of started to trickle out yesterday and people started to talk about, you know, everybody's why, why, why hasn't he got a new deal? And, you know, I don't know how much truth there is to this, but they're saying that the reason why he can't sign a new deal is because when he signed his other deal, which was August 7th last year or yep. something like that, you got to take a full calendar. That's right. I know, yeah. And right. I know we talked about that a little bit. Yesterday. But people yep. are like, oh, maybe there's ways around it. So I think after August 7th, if there's not a deal done. Then it becomes a situation. Th- yeah, well, then it becomes even more like, whoa, wait a second. Right. Oh, you know, they should be able to get. Why isn't a deal done yet? This, then, the other. So, But ultimately, once the season starts, if he has, doesn't have a deal done, am I concerned? No, but then I think it be, it has the potential to be a distraction in the sense that Brady and Bill will always get that question during their you know post game conferences or pre game conferences. Right, and Tom Brady has so many better things to do, like answering nonsensical questions from what Jerry Thornton calls the blue checkmark brigade about that cliff jump in Costa Rica and why he pulled that off and did he see the Today Show? He doesn't care. Right. He doesn't. He doesn't care. He could give fifty Foxboros less about it. A good time to get this deal done, though, if they're allowed to actually open contract negotiations after August 7, mm-hmm. 2019, that window between Game 1, where we all expect Brady to play, not at all, in Detroit, yep. and Game 2, when they, go to LP, when they go to LP or LG Field or whatever they call it in Nashville, that, that, that week right there, bang it out so that it's done. One less question, and we can start focusing because on because this is going to continue positional battles. To be yes. everything. Brady yes. contract, Brady contract. All right, we'll get to more of the Belichick stuff coming up. Uh, Mutt was back at night, night. Last, yeah. at night last night. I heard a little bit. And, uh, driving into Ness, and I heard just a little bit and, of it. Uh, Chris Curtis and Ken Laird uh, had an announcement, and we will get to that and have some of Mutt at night sound next, right here on Fitzy, Wiggy, and James. This is. The WEEI Sports Radio Network. WEEI 93.7 FM. I spent a couple of days in the aftermath of getting the call on vacation Friday. In the sports book? In the race no, book? No, yep. no. Not Saratoga. I, I've not been to Saratoga yet this year. Wow. This is one of the, uh, well. on the drawbacks. Okay. I spent a couple of days in the bottle. I, I will admit. Ooh, I wow. spent a couple of days. I noticed you took my crown, my, my gift from Canada. Oh. I, I gave you the bottle. It was here, like, untouched, and then silently it disappeared. Well, did you want me to leave it here for somebody else? It was a gift that you you gave No, me. I'm happy it would. Yeah, but obviously with the good use. It's good. I, How I, long did that last once it got home? Well, hopefully it got home. Oh, that, that unopened. There's plenty of other things to get to, to, to fire through. Uh, I, I've, I've become, this is sad to admit, but I've become one of these sparkling uh, seltzer guys. So Mutt was back last night, Mutt at night, because the Red Sox had an afternoon game yesterday, and uh, it only took 23 minutes for one pitch. We talked about that, but Mike Mutnanski, I hadn't heard his voice in, in sort of a while. It's back. He was back. He sa- It sounded good. You know, Mutt at night kind of rolls off the tongue a little bit, Wiggy. It sounds good. Yeah, he took some shots at you, though. Well, he man, did one shot. Mutt at night, the man show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he had Ben Trollin' Volan on yesterday, who agrees Brady's contract will get done. Of course it will. Mutt, Mutt, Mutt was doing this fake outrage Ooh. thing again. Mutt was saying that yeah. he believes that the Patriots 
are gonna this is leverage for them to not sign him through the whole year and he plays as a lame duck quarterback. Yeah, which is completely right. what's he what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Is he gonna be the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans next year and play with Vrabel? Come on. Yeah, well that's Mutt's team, Tennessee. Yeah, that's oh. what he said. Mutt, uh, Mutt said Tennessee's the spot for Brady next year. So he was back, and and uh, Ken Laird and Chris Curtis announced that they will be moving over to the Greg Hill Morning Show right. starting next Monday, July 29th, right here on WEI from 6 to 10 every morning. So they will be producing Very that. talented producers. Very talented, yes. Uh, not a lot of hair on Martin. their head. <laughs> but uh, they, uh, they they will definitely be part of that with Danielle and uh, Greg Hill. So congrats to Ken and, Cur- and Chris. So on that and uh, but it was just weird to to hear you know Mutt last night by himself. He was fired up. He went at it with a guy Steve from Northborough. Uh, do we have that, call? John? Do we have anything about? Because they, he was screaming. Well, what were they? He's like, he's like, all you Patriot fanboys understand this is the biggest story in the city. And if you don't think that Tom Brady could possibly leave New England, then you're just a fanboy. Like he was really wow. going at it. Oh yeah. So he thinks Brady is potentially yeah. Could, I, I is going to leave. Like New he England. was. Yeah, he was wow. going with Stephen Northborough. I wouldn't forget the call. It was just like. It, it it was like man, mud was just starting to roll up the sleeves. There's no way, in, in, in no way. Well, one can no. understand a little change. You know, he may be well, a little on edge. Yeah, he's There's a couple things going on right. around here. Yeah, no, I listen. I, I I think Mutt does a great job, but to but think, let's not go overboard. But no, I think yes. he does. I think he does a great job. He's funny. You know, he's he's willing to take shots at himself. I mean, we've kind of all been down this road yep. before with Mutt. But I think the thing to think that Brady would be in another uniform somewhere that never, would never. never Never happen. Over Robert and Jonathan Kraft's dead body, that would never happen. Yeah. It would never, ever. Tom Brady, like Kobe Bryant with the Lakers, like Larry Bird with the Celtics, Magic with the Lakers, Derek Jeter with the Yankees, he will only play in a Patriots uniform. That will be Robert Kraft. Will, no, New he England, won't do the Michael Jordan. No. <laughs> Emmett Smith, Willie Mays, it will not happen. Patrick Ewing in a Seattle Supersonics Orlando Magic uniform. Oh, my God. Gross. Akeem Olajuwon in a Toronto Raptors uniform. Do you remember that one? Never. That, never. What that, that would never happen. Michael so, Jordan on the Wizards. That's it. Unfortunately, that did happen. That did happen. Fitzy. That happened. Like, what the hell? And, that, and it's a great reference for any time they make a sequel years later they didn't need to make or somebody attempts an ill-fated comeback. You can just always call it, oh, that was the Michael Jordan on the Wizards phase of their career or the Michael Jordan on the Wizards decision. He played pretty well. He wasn't bad. It wasn't he was bad an all-star. Times. He was an all-star. He was. You know, it just, it wasn't. It wasn't sort of the Michael that we oh, Michael Chicago. No, it, yeah, and it was, it, it wasn't that. So, so here was the sort of angry mutt last night. And this was legitimate angry mutt with Steve from Northboro. Who cares at this point? What do you mean? Who, I mean, who cares about what Steve specifically? I mean, I said about, a lot of things, but specifically, who, what do you who not cares care about? about? What's going on with this team? I mean, with uh, the Patriots? Are you, guys, are you? Are you guys? Are you? Yeah. Who's, who cares? Steve, I've not been on the air for two weeks. It's the biggest story in Boston right now. There are three major columnists all writing about this tonight. Brady's contract. It's what? a joke. It's a joke. It's not, it's Steve. It's, Steve, it's not a joke, Steve. A joke is that you don't see that there is a real chance Brady walks in a free agency he, that didn't kidding? exist a year ago. No, okay, stop, it. It. stop it right there, so John. I, for one second, pause it right there. He could on, walk my. into free. I, I, I told on, you, like, and, I, and I'm like, dude, that's just fake outrage right there. That's complete fake. There's no way that's going to happen ever, no. ever. And it went on. And then there was a caller 
who called in after Steve from Northboro. I forgot his name. He goes, I want to give Steve from Northboro an air high five for what he said to you. So the caller at was doubling down with Steve in Northboro after him, but it continued with Steve in Northboro. Here's more of it. Who cares? I can't come on the air and say who cares. I have to have an opinion well, or an answer for these things. You well, as a caller, all, a terrible caller, me, don't have to have an opinion speak, on let this. Let me speak my mind a little bit for you. They are a collective group. They have been that way since day one. Why so doesn't he have number, a contract, Steve? Because they want to put the money into areas that may help him down the road. If the salary cap... If they uh, don't sign him, who's the quarterback, Steve? One. So he's why is the deal... Not, okay, the, all right, I, we agree. Steve, we agree. We agree. Well, that's what I'm, maybe there is something done. You're not in the in the back burner somewhere. Are you kidding me? This guy's no, not I'm going not kidding you, uh, you you're, Steve, Steve is really good, and a lot of callers are really good at who cares and are you kidding me? Okay, I, can, I, can we all agree that there are times like, you know, like dad comes home and he's really like he's on edge and you're like, hey, mom, why is dad so like dad seems a little on edge. And it's like, well, your father didn't get that promotion. In fact, actually, uh, they re- like they switched departments on mm-hmm. him. He got a little bit of a demo. You what know? was the guy in office space? Right. Uh, he, he got Milton. Like, he got Mutt was promised he yeah. could listen to his radio at a reasonable volume. Right. And he could use the red swing line stapler. You know, and, he, uh, and there's yeah. a little, there's been a little lumberging going on around uh, here. Yeah. And you know what? He's got every right. <laughs> He's got every right. I was told I could listen to my radio at a reasonable, but but I, oh, I that I, would I'll, be great. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll blow the whole you. place up. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to move. He's got every desk. reason to yeah. be pissed off. Yeah. In, in general, so I don't think that there's problem here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna need you to, you to come your... in this weekend. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to move. Your he's got every reason to be to be pissed or a little shocked or he got. He's still dealing with emotional aftershocks over all this stuff. Come on, though, really, but not walking. No, no, my God, we've didn't we just say. You can't have a new, you can't renegotiate this until happen. a calendar year I, after the last year. Did you year's... see the memo about this? <laughs> I understand. Wait, why... this should be called WTPS because that's all we do is file reports here <laughs> and you know <laughs> move pieces around. Honestly, I, God. I understand. I, where, where do you work? I work at the Inatech of radio. <laughs> I, I understand. Mud is like okay, it is a story, right? But yep. you know, because the one calls like, yeah, it's not a story. No, it is a story. I understand that. But to think like, all right, there's a real chance that no. Tom Brady Never. is going to walk after free agency. Never. We should play our Never. game. What do we think he's going to get? How many years? And when will it get now, done? We, not Brady to free agency. Speaking of TB12, we've seen Chris Sims mm-hmm. come out with his rankings. We've seen uh, other uh, different, but I will tell you, perhaps the most comprehensive one, Mike Sando, who uh, just left ESPN, now with The Athletic, they do a tier breakdown of all the quarterbacks in the NFL. Tom Brady is ranked, we'll get to where he's ranked and why he's ranked where he's ranked from, my, I think Mike Sando actually does a pretty good job on this, Wiggy, and you probably agree with him. We'll get to that next. Fitzy, Wiggy. James. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS reports. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.